So we have a little noise in the background here right now, but you guys have joined uh, Everyday Wellness with the Thickener Broad. That's so <laughs> I'm, awesome. I am Lisa, I'm certified holistic nutritionist, as most of you know. Um, today we are doing a super fun podcast uh, with Kate. Kate is a past client of mine that had the awesome opportunity of working with uh, many, many years ago. <laughs> And um, Kate is a little bit about Kate. She's a mom of two little ones. She's an entrepreneur. Um, she personally lives with autoimmune issues. Um, one is Graves' disease, which is a lot of people will know hyperthyroid, but Graves is kind of like a level above. Um, it's not a pleasant one to have to deal with when it's uh, mm-hmm. out of control. And um, Kate's going to share, you know, her ups and downs with that. She also has stage four adrenal fatigue, which uh, I'm excited to talk about that one because a lot of people, you know, you hear that a lot. It's kind of sometimes it can be a little catch buzz, you know. Oh, I have adrenal fatigue. I think my adrenals are tired. Oh, you know, my doc, my naturopath mentioned my adrenals, and people don't really even know what they're what that is. And a lot of times, I think it's um, used as um, an umbrella, almost like IBS, mm-hmm. you know, when they don't, yes. you know, um, in your case, you know, you were actually diagnosed properly with that. And that's a yes. whole other level. So I'm really excited for people to start to, you know, to mm-hmm. hear a little bit about the difference of that. Um, uh, in the past few years, Kate's had um, two flares. Um, mm-hmm. She's managed both and got them into remission both times by incorporating lifestyle. I know diet for sure, because we've worked mm-hmm. together on that. Um, into her life. Um, the first time she went into remission in eight weeks, um, she believed the cr- is about progress, not perfection. Yes, I like that. That's I tell people that all the time. And um, it's true. I think, you know, people see you get background noise too. I love this. <laughs> oh, can you hear my children? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, that's what this is all about, right? I, I always say to people, I keep these podcasts super raw because yeah. When others are listening, you know, the bulk of our listeners, I think, are probably women. But even if you're stay-at-home dads or whatever, I think that um, it's, you know, it's just good for people to feel like they're just kind of getting information and t- having a conversation with totally. people. Totally. Well, just especially, like them, right? especially during COVID, there is no break. <laughs> exactly. There's no escaping. Exactly. Yeah. I've got the dog barking. You've got the yeah. dog screaming. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so so Kate um, came to terms with her diagnosis and is grateful for all her body is capable of. Mm-hmm. And yes, I do that too. I, you know, we've got some other podcasts up there where we've talked about self-care and meditation and mindfulness. And one of the things of healing um, with autoimmune disease is taking that time to, to put mm-hmm. all the gratefulness out there. You know, it really is with, as a holistic nutritionist, we look at every aspect. We don't just look at nutrition. We look at mind, body, soul. And, and part of that all overall immune strength is Mm. staying focused, staying positive, keeping, but it has to be genuine, you know, like you can't get up and go, I'm just going to be positive today. And then meanwhile, you're carrying this heaviness or this, you know, frustration that's, you know, you need to sit, you need to struggle through those things to, to break through those walls. So um, that's a really, a really definitely a great tool. So, um, so tell us a little bit, you you when did you first get diagnosed how did you know something was wrong so I was diagnosed um 20 weeks into my first pregnancy and this is pretty common do you agree that people's uh, like can have a uh autoimmune flare-up either during pregnancy or post-pregnancy absolutely anytime the body is highly stressed yeah. Um, a lot of people even don't have flare-ups a lot of people first get diagnosed right um with 
that that like they've had it you know maybe it's been harboring in there for a long time symptom free asymptomatic right Right. and then all of a sudden like a pregnancy which as much as it's a joyful time it is also stressful on the body and then all of a sudden yeah you'll hear people flaring you know with all kinds of autoimmune issues absolutely so you say when you say that it's interesting so i yes pregnancy was stressful time but it was also very stressful for me because my daughter um at 18 weeks we found out that she had a a birth defect and so i was transferred immediately from midwife care to mount sinai and sick kids doctors were brought over and for over a matter of weeks they were trying to figure out how um what quality of life she would have, how deep was this birth defect, which is called a lymphangioma, which is a a network of cysts in her lymphatic system. And um, I have a beautiful, healthy seven-year-old girl. Um, She did need six surgeries before she was one. Wow. But um, you classify them basically as cosmetic because it didn't affect her heart or anything like that. Like it wasn't affecting any internal internal organs. It was in her uh, lymphatic system. So um, yeah. So I mean, who knows if I would have, it, pregnancy could have been a trigger regardless, but then you add in the stress of having that news in your first pregnancy and um, there you go. Absolutely. Boom. Autoimmune disease. Absolutely. <laughs> Right? Yeah. yeah. So, and I was, I was seeing symptoms. Like I would climb to the top of the stairs and I'd be out of breath and I was only, you know, 18 weeks pregnant. It's not like I was in my third trimester. So, but I was like, Oh, it's normal. And then um, like major energy crashes. Oh, it's normal. Um, How about sweat? You know, swing, swing. Sweat, not that much during the pregnancy. So I think like when, during my first diagnosis, I didn't have full symptoms until it was after she was born. Okay. Um, swelling in your so, neck or eye, no, nothing? Nope, nothing like that. It was pretty mild. Okay. Um, and I was, it was actually managed fairly well with drugs. Okay. Um, and then I went into remission again. So I didn't actually do a ton of lifestyle changes at that point in my life mm-hmm. because I went through the, the drug protocol while I was pregnant. Um, and, and then it wasn't until after Elliot was born that I had another uh, relapse. Okay. So I went all the way through Elliot's pregnancy, um, totally fine, in remission. And then three months after he was born, boom, hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> so this, right? your body's tired. It's yes. You're not sleeping, especially with the second. Yeah. It's, you know, you're stressed out. It's it yeah. just kind of everything. It's not uncommon. I get, I've been getting a ton of um, emails and, and messages right now through this COVID um, that, you know, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst flare I've ever had. I don't understand. I've been in remission for, you know, for years, sometimes people are saying, and what's happening, yeah. right? So a lot of my um, counseling right now has strictly been just reminding people that it, it, it's, it makes sense, right? It's, Mm. we're under stressful situations right yeah now. it's so unique the yeah. situation is yeah so unique yeah so hit me like a ton of breaks and this is where I had the biggest symptoms I've I've had to date and it was so the tremors in my hands sweats shakes not being able to sleep mm-hmm. um having no energy during the day but then energy at night so hold on let me back up so were you yeah still, were you yeah. still on medication at this point no 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 so I I was able to after Charlotte was born come off medication and just be in remission okay. like just be yeah until after Elliot was born okay um 
Oh, I don't, you can hear my children again. <laughs> That's all right. This is, this, I told you at the beginning, this is raw free for all. Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> so, um, major anxiety, um, again, those, those tremors, I didn't see any symptoms in my eyes, which is great because that is usually when things have gone a little bit far down the road. And I want to interrupt there too and let people know that a lot of people, a lot of people will think, oh, well, my art, they have that bulging eye. Yes. Right. And and it's not necessarily, I've had clients myself where they'll say to me, yeah, but my eyes aren't at that stage. I'm like, it doesn't have to be. Sometimes it can, I've seen it where it's literally their eyes aren't bulging, but they're getting really red. They're getting really mm. almost looks like they have consistent pink eye. Um, it can affect the eyes in so many different ways. So make sure that, you know, any kind of eye, sudden eye change, along with a lot of the other symptoms that Kate's talking about, you mm-hmm. always get checked. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So, um, so I was working with an endocrinologist mm-hmm. and she put me back on meds and it wasn't making too much of a difference. And she said, okay, Kate, we're going to take your thyroid out. Mm. And I said, okay, no, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Um, I said, how much time do I have? Um, because she, at this point she was really worried with my numbers. Right. So right. it was starting, the blood work was starting to come back that it, it was continuing to rise. And she was saying like, if this doesn't start to level out or go down, then you're in danger. Like, yeah. and graves, graves can be quite serious. Right? Oh, very so, serious. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. your whole body's, uh, so if people don't know the difference between hypo and mm-hmm. hyper and graves is um, hypo, your whole body slows down. Hyper, your whole body speeds up. Graves, your body's in like overdrive, mm-hmm. like excessive. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's like you said, you know, anxieties, but like you feel like your nervous system, you feel like your body's in, in high speed overdrive all the time all the time Um, how about your weight was that dropping oh no so I'm the opposite which is so interesting okay yeah that is (laughs) so I and I don't know whether it's the meds that happen or is it you know like my my hunger but anyways I flare up like a balloon um I think I would you know 220 pounds both times I had my flare-ups I would I would go up to um so and we're talking like so my, I'll, we'll get into this, but my second flare-up happened September 2018, okay. and I steadily put on two pounds a month for a for a year because it took me a long mm-hmm. time to go into remission. Right, two pounds a month for a year, and now um, I've been in remission since September of 2019, and it's now it's starting to come off slowly as well. But yeah. um, yay! But my first, <laughs> yeah, it's like 30, 40 pounds in the blink of an eye. It feels like um, okay. I go up, and that. And that's uh, from from what I read on like support groups is that that happens to a small percentage of people. That is so, pretty rare. It, it, yeah. It's rare just because, like I said, our adrenaline is so jacked up that usually yeah. um, that usually the body it's burning like yeah. just so excessively it can't keep up. I know, like with my hashi, um, like mm-hmm. as you know, I've got the Hashimoto's, and so with yeah. with ours we fluctuate between hyper and hypo, yeah. and when we're when we're having flares and. Um, my weight would was the opposite. Mine could gain and lose literally from month to month, like 15, 20 pounds in wow. a month, easy. Wow. Um, and that's when I kind of knew something was definitely not right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And so are you currently on medication again? No, I'm in remission, which is great. Um, so I want to go back to the point I was making about my doctor wanting to take my thyroid out. Yes. Because so I said, can you give me eight weeks? And she said, yes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so in that time, I went home and I like dove deep into the research. This was my, this was when I finally was like, this is legit. Yeah. And I think this is around the time when I started seeing you as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So um, I dove in, dove into the research, um, changed my diet. So I went paleo, yeah. um, got rid of all of my cleaning products that weren't safe, all of my beauty and skincare products. And that has now led me to a career path mm -hmm. um, that we talked about on our last podcast. Yeah. Um, and I just looked at anywhere in the house that I was exposed to harmful toxins. Um, yes. And I focused on what I could control, not what I couldn't. So I'm going to, I'm going to intervene on there. Cause you yeah. just kind of put a good segue. So uh, we did a, a podcast guys. You need to go and listen to that one. It's I'm going to be going up later and it's called uh, beauty counter. And it's a, a business that Kate um, has now gotten integrated into. Um, you're looking for really, you know, not just diet and nutrition, how that can change, but also the things we're using on our body, toxin free things like mm -hmm. that. So make sure to go over and check out her um, the podcast we did together on that. And you can get some more tips and tricks on how, other ways to implement uh, a clean alternative into your lifestyle. So yeah, check that one out too. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cause like you say, as nutritionists, what we put in our body is just important as what we put on our body. So I was looking at this like holistic approach to reducing exposure to harmful chemicals is what I'd read is that it can really impact autoimmunity. Yeah, for sure. So I did this big deep dive and my next blood work showed, cause I was still on the medicine Mm -hmm. showed that the medicine was pushing me into hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, officially in remission, but the medicine had like pushed me over that hump. Yes. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so here we go. Eight weeks later, I was in remission from these changes I made. And it felt like incredible, felt the victory. And so I got to keep my thyroid. That's crazy. Um, now, the second time around, it took a lot longer because I'd already made those changes in my life yeah and the second time around it was going back to the diet because of course it slipped I was continued to be gluten-free mm -hmm. um but the second time around really I had to do more internal work I had to look at the kind of stress I was living like how I was running my life I was too busy I was not living in rhythm and flow I was living in chaos and um hustle and, and bustle hustle and bustle <laughs> yeah so I had to, it took me a lot longer because it took longer to implement those changes. Um, but this is the, the place where I really started to appreciate my body and show gratitude to it and listen to it mm -hmm. um, and come into, try to come into that homeostasis um, space. Yeah. So. And it's not easy, you know, I mean, we've both done it, right? I did this, yeah. I put, I've put everything, you know, my three, autoimmune issues into remission yeah. um, through diet and lifestyle change only. And, and I've kept them there now, gosh, going on almost 14 years. Wow. And, and, but it's a, you're right. It's a daily yeah. struggle, uh, even for myself, excuse me, even for myself, people will say, well, you know, and it's, it's funny because it's like you, it got me into this path, right? It's what drove me back to go to school yeah. to, to get my holistic nutrition. It's what, you know, dove me into that. It's what dove me into building this career that's now, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10 mm -hmm. years in the making. And, you know, we're really starting to expl explode and mm -hmm. it's, um, it does, you know, from every, every hardship, if you take, take something from it, it grows, but it, 
even for me, people will say to me, well, it's easy for you. You know what to do or you live and breathe mm-hmm. it. But you know, it's, I'm still human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not easy. You know, there's times where I want something that I know I probably shouldn't have or is not going to react the best and I might test my limits. But mm-hmm. um, it, when you do choose to go down that route, um, more of the alternative route, you know, I never fib to a, a client ever and say, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. Don't yeah. worry about it. You've got this. It's not, it mm-hmm. is, it's dedication and it's, um, a daily thing and mm-hmm. you have to be on it. Yes. Does it become your new normal? Absolutely. Does it become easy? Absolutely. Because it just becomes what you do, right? It but, becomes how you live. Totally. But is there grieving? Absolutely. Right. Uh, yeah. All- <laughs> I sat at the beginning. I was sitting in the corner of a, I remember sitting like like 14 years back, sitting in the corner of the grocery store when I was supposed to diagnose. I was in tears, Kate. Yeah. I was crying. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't even know what to do. Or to, what? I don't know. And I, think I, I think I went back home with nothing because yeah. I didn't know, you know. But again, which led me to want to help other people yeah. not feel so lost and lonely, yeah, right? Totally. And yeah. I have to confess, 14 years later, I still have those moments. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or like uh, looking at a menu and you're just like, I want to cry. Yeah. yeah, it's like I want this, I want that, yeah. and you know. But yes, but like, but look what you did. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, you saved a critical organ in your yeah. body. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's amazing. Incredible. And you know, I I really try so I try to honor that and like just focus on how proud I am of myself. Because, but I've actually I've actually had to come through a lot of sense of failure because when I when I went into remission again the second time in 2018, I was like. I retreated. I was like, I'm a failure. I was telling everybody I made all these changes in my life and now I've got it back. And it took Mm -hmm. me time to realize that a, yes, I'm human. B, this is an autoimmune disease that is, um, I have to look at everything in my life, not just the chemicals in my environment and my diet. Right. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's that other piece I needed. And I now have like, I've forgiven myself for that. I'm living in a more of a state of like giving myself grace. Like my, I'm a very empathetic person, but I'm yeah. not empathetic with myself. Oh, I hear you. I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm really practicing that and being like, it's okay, Kate. You know, yeah. this is what's, and we're moving forward together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's, you um, know, and there's, there's a lot of factors outside of that we can't control. Like yeah. I say that, you know, season changes will, will trigger uh, flares for people. We can't do anything about that. No. We, no, I can't have control over when the season's going to change or when we have the ups and downs. I'll even, I've even had, you know, where clients will say we're in the same, they'll say, you said season change, but then we could be in the season, mm-hmm. in the middle of a season and suddenly like, look at this last two weeks, we've had spring, summer and fall. All yeah, that's week, right. Yeah. Right. And so people are like messaging me. They're like, I'm flaring again. I'm flaring. It's only been a week. I'm like, yes, because we've gone from 80 degree or, you know, mm-hmm. 30 30 degrees to I lived in the states for a long time yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> so, so 30 you know 30 degrees to suddenly we're it's snowing, it's snowing. And going on yeah. into, you know it was raining a storm this afternoon and now it's like sunshine yeah. so it's like our bodies are and you know and retrograde and all those moon elements mm-hmm. they all take and people don't take all of that into consideration and I know people listen and think oh that's so granola-y but mm-hmm. it's not hippie theory it's a yeah. <laughs> and it will it will shift our energy and then when that happens if you already have these issues going on they will send flares we can't control any of that Mm -hmm. 
but what we can do with diet and lifestyle change, like mm-hmm. you're saying, and, and incorporating self-care and mm-hmm. changing other aspects of your life, what we can do is we can minimize those moments and make those flares a lot less or make them only a day or, you know, instead of kicking our butt for weeks on end, yep. right? Yep. Um, so, and I know, um, you know, we can talk a, a little bit about that because you said that, you know, you had to make some real life changes. Um, and one of them was really investing in your little side hustle, which, yes. um, you know, makes you really passionate and happy. And, and it gives um, me, it gives me flexibility away from my other business, which is more demanding. So yes, right? yeah. because stress, stress is another yes, huge stress is huge. people, yeah. right? Um, even sometimes stress is a good thing. Um, like it's sometimes it's a positive stress. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm about to walk into a room of 30 people and give a, a seminar talk. Yeah, of course, even though I've done it a hundred times, you still get that little feeling of like, Oh gosh, I hope I, you know, mm-hmm. I, every answer they throw at me, I hope I can, uh, or I'm sorry, every question they throw at me, I can, yeah. you know, I, I know, and I've my games on. And so that's still stressful, but it's like an exciting stress, but so it doesn't matter where it comes from. It's still, it's all on our body. So yes, wherever we can implement changes that we have control over, it's important mm, definitely. for sure. You know, so now you're, so now you went into remission again. I did. Off on meds. Off on meds. And, and I just, and, yeah. And so that was September of last year. So okay. we're looking at six, how many months is that? <laughs> Seven months or so. Seven, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, go ahead and ask your question. And what do you notice? So what do you notice when you are in remission? So I'm, I'm not like my mood doesn't fluctuate as much um, because of my adrenal fatigue. Definitely. My energy is pretty, uh, that's what I'm working on now is really trying to restore my adrenals. Um, so I usually lose energy around two o'clock. I usually have, a, have to have a lie down. Okay. I, I feel like I have the energy of like my 70 year old, 74 year old mother or 70 year old mother, right? Like <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she naps every day and so do I. It's <laughs> all right. Um, my four year old doesn't nap, but uh, there you go. So I, um, I, I have a clearer head, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not as brain fogged. Um, I know I still have more work to do on my health, but I'm, you know, I don't have the heart palpitations, the buzzing that would go on inside my body. Like when yeah. I'm in a flare up, it's just like this storm is going on inside my chest and my body. So what that, yeah. So that's our sympathetic nervous system. And so um, when we have, uh, when our adrenaline kicks up excessive, which it does with graves and adrenal fatigue also, because it, obviously, you know, which I wanted to touch mm-hmm. on. So when obviously people, you know, if they don't know that, so adrenal, our, which are our adrenal glands, which are in our back, we have two of them. Um, and so, of course, obviously, adrenal adrenaline. So that's where they come from, right? right. So, um, so um, I completely forgot what <laughs> was wrong with that. So, <laughs> so anyways, yes, when, when our adrenaline's kicking up, um, yep, not a clue. Can okay. Totally, totally. <laughs> Totally lost track of that one. Okay, let's move along. <laughs> I love it. It's good. Um, so adrenal. So you got diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. Oh yeah, I did. Um, I did a cortisol test. Um, okay. I can't remember which one. I've done. I've done both. I've done a Dutch test and then a saliva, a spit test. Um, okay. I can't remember which one diagnosed the adrenal 
from the start? I, um, the, the spit test is, they do do them. Um, I, from what I understand, they're not as accurate. Right. Um, and they have to be done, at, like for your cortisol and things, they have to be done at a very specific time in the morning um, to get proper results. Um, and so they're a little bit, and that's why I think I was saying at the beginning of this, that a lot of people, they'll, you know, they'll get told, oh, your adrenals, your adrenals, your adrenals. And it's, it's such a delicate dance testing for your cortisol levels and things like that, that, um, a lot of false positives come out, a lot of false negatives. Now I'm not a doctor, so I never go against, you know, if your doctor's told you this, then absolutely Mm -hmm. your case is very separate, but I'm talking people in general, um, you know, if they've just gone somewhere and they're told this really, really, really make sure that you're getting a proper, um, proper, proper, thorough diagnosis for that. Um, and not just kind of as a, as a coding over when there could be something else Mm -hmm. really going on, you know? Um, so yeah, for sure. Make sure that that's being diagnosed really, really properly in which case, which yours was. So, um, how did you, become to think that okay this isn't just my graves disease anymore there's something more i think it was just routine testing with my naturopath um just okay. figure out where to go and this was when i had that first flare-up after my son was born mm-hmm. and i said okay i've got eight eight weeks before my thyroid comes out like let's mm. let's get to work so she was one of the people that i went to go see um mm-hmm. and it came up then and she got the chart back and it a normal cortisol line on a graph you know when you wake up it'll start to rise and yes. then and then halfway through the day it'll start to go down to get you ready for bed so it looks like this nice hill this gradual yeah. hill up and down and mine was flat along the bottom there was no rise at all Right. And, she, and so I wanted to sort of want to say yeah. that just touches what you're just explaining there is that's what I want to explain to people. That's what I was just saying earlier, which is why you're testing on cortisol so specific, because if you go um, beyond, I think it's between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. or something, I think 9 a.m. is too late, but yeah. there's a very, very small window where you have to test it through blood or urine yeah. um, it, because like you just said, it will start to rise. Yeah. So if you go yeah. too late in the day, they'll get these excessively high numbers. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, Oh, your cortisol is really high. Your adrenals are. And that's where I was trying to explain, yeah. excuse me, explain that the adrenal fatigue thing kind of sometimes can be off. If you're not seeing somebody who really knows very specifically when to test for it, mm-hmm. it will look like it's high because it's being tested too late in the day. Yeah. So yeah. That was you just kind of confirmed think, what I was trying I to think, say. I, I think if I recall correctly, I had to do like I had to do it first thing in the morning and then four yeah, other three times usually yeah. through the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I found out I had this stage four adrenal and she, you know, my naturopath looked at me and she's like, How are you getting out of bed in the morning? I was like, Oh, two kids, two careers, <laughs> like two businesses. Yeah. I just do. Um, but of course I wasn't thriving, I wasn't vibrant, I wasn't um full of energy. I, and, right. and, and I had, I, I really do. And I still do have to lie down every single day. Um, but she put me on some, some supplements to help build it back up. And I know I am better than I was then. Um, but I, she put you on, she uh, put you on different forms of adaptogens. Yes, she did. And yes, some, yeah. um, desiccated, uh, adrenal gland thyroid, I think yes. from a pig. Yeah. 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 Um, so it, it shows up in different ways, this adrenal fatigue. It's sh- like, I have to be very careful with my circadian rhythms. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go to bed an hour late, I can mm-hmm. lose a whole morning 
So yeah. on Monday night, I and I get amped up easy. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know what I was doing, but I was, I don't think I was in bed until 12. And the next day I had a nap at 9 a.m. So I woke up at yep. seven with my kids, fed them breakfast. And my <laughs> husband, I was like, honey, I got to go back to bed. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness for COVID because he was home. So I could just go <laughs> and lie yeah. down again. And he took over with the kids. But um, and then I had another nap at two o'clock in the afternoon. So it told I have to be so protective yes. of how I'm running my days from a, yes. a rhythm point of view. Correct. Yeah. And I think I think people in general with any form of autoimmune issue have yes. to do that in general. Yes. We do we our bodies thrive the best. I don't you know I I've tried with all of these years of you know like I say over 14 years now of of figuring this out and trying to sort this through and having the opportunity to have spoke to people from all over the world mm. um, with living with different autoimmune and picking people's brains. It's like a passion I have just of sitting and picking people's mm-hmm. brains about this. Like, Oh my gosh, I thrive off of it. Um, it's, it's, you know, I cannot seem to figure out the one piece that, but that is the one consistency with people going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, um, I mean, it's good. It's beneficial for people in general, but people, even if your autoimmune issues are in remission, like ours are, it, it, again, it's a piece that can trigger a flare. It's Absolutely. like, it's incredible. Yeah. I think the longer you're in remission, you know, you're still, you're still like, you know, back in that virgin stage of being in remission again, like it's been very, very new. Yes. Uh, I think that, um, you know, the longer you're in remission, the stronger your body gets and you might be able to pull off a night or two here or there, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't take long. And, um, it's just, it's incredible how quick our bodies will bounce around. Sometimes I I consider myself like the canary in the coal mine, especially with my, my friends. Right. Cause Mm -hmm. here I am, I don't drink, I don't drink, I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, we can't. No, we can't. Like, oh, especially with raves, right? Like it's yes. like, oh. yeah. It's like having that. If you remember, you were like fourteen and you snuck your first coffee at Tim Hortons and you were like hyper for twelve hours. That's how yes. I feel, <laughs> even with a DM. me too. <laughs> I know I can't. I can't. You know, um, Mr. Uh, my Mr. Braun here, yeah. my, you know, my partner in this crime, and he. Uh, he laughs because I'll be like, well, I'm going to have a little decaf. He's like, that's not coffee. And I'm like, well, you know, I can't even no. I have a couple sips of decaf and that's enough. Oh, yeah. like, I don't drink coffee either. I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. I don't can't do caffeinated beverages. Yeah. I'm like you because with the hashi, I can fluctuate yes. if it kicks up. And so if, if it fluctuates me into the hyper, I hate that yes. feeling. Oh, um, yeah. And so I'm the same. I know I totally understand what you're saying and it's, it's hilarious, but yes. So you feel like the canary. I do like, yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the sensitive one. The way you know that, okay, guys, I got it's 10 o'clock. It's time for me to go home. (laughs) Bedtime. And they're all, you know, three glasses of wine in and, um, I've had my I've had my water, my yes. and salad. Yes. Now I need to go to bed, but you guys all have a great time. Yeah, exactly. The good thing is I'm a really fun, sober party guest. Yes. 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 We do have fun again. You, yes. you and I have like from from the time we met as yes. a a client and nutritionist, we've always uh we you know we did connect actually did. right away. Yeah, we did. And um and always did have a lot of yeah. laughs, you yeah. know, through the process, which again is super important, right? Important. It's another piece is that connecting with people that, um, you know, always surround yourself with people that make you feel positive and happy and, 
and bring out the best in you and support. And, and that's another important piece of the puzzle. I was also so grateful to connect with somebody who had gone through something very similar. Um, yeah. And that was able to give me advice based on mm-hmm. their own life experiences, right? Like you've yeah. walked that path, you've been there. So you weren't just giving me nutrition advice, you were giving me like mental, emotional advice as well, which was yeah. pretty amazing. So, oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I know it's always, well, you know, like you say, I've been on that other side and I know it's a scary feeling. Yeah. And that was, you know, that's what led me here is that I don't you know, I don't want people, mm. people are being diagnosed, like, you know, as well as I do, you know, autoimmune numbers are climbing yeah. rapidly every day. And not just the numbers, but the, the different autoimmune issues, we're now up over 120 wow. different forms of autoimmune issues out there. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, and so um, it's just, you know, people are being diagnosed all the time. You can't trip and you're not running into somebody that says, oh, well, I don't, but I know my sisters or my aunt or my brother's friends, mother, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. has something, yep. right? Yep. And we're, where we know I, what got me passionate is to get the word out there is a lot of people don't even know that they have one. Yeah. Like they're like, oh no, I have asthma. I don't have an autoimmune issue. Well, that is an autoimmune issue. See, you know? I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psoriasis, eczema, asthma, IBS, IBD, PCOS, they're all autoimmune issues. And a lot of people don't realize they have them um, because they're just labeled this thing, which again, I is my thing is I don't want people feeling like they're, they're labeled. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, we're so much more than that, yeah, we you are. know? Yep. Um, and, and just like you with your, you know, your beauty counter advocating for those benefits, you know, that's my passion is to advocate mm-hmm. for this. So, mm-hmm. um, so where is your, where is your journey going now? What is kind of your goals in the next, say, six or six months to a year? So I'm actually in the middle of a candida cleanse because I did a GI map test, a stool test, and it came back that I had candida overgrowth. Okay. Now, did you do that through your natural yes. path or your GI? Through my natural path. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, and that was only sort of, there, there may be a couple other things to work on, but that was the biggest sort of most um, prevalent one. Okay. And candida can affect your gut. So I think it's going to be, once I can get this under control, I think it's only going to help me um, and be just that much more beneficial in terms of being able to stay in remission consistently. Um, I really was in the habit before this cleanse of eating gluten-free, but like (laughs) mowing down on a bag of Ruffles sour cream and onion chips, no problem in one evening, right? Um, because I was having these cravings come from within my body right up to my brain. And it, you know, it wasn't necessarily me having those cravings. It was my gut. So candida. Um, Right. Yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say, so what other symptoms, um, because it candida, yeast, fungus, they're Mm. all, again, they're buzzwords that we hear a lot, right? Um, But when they are, again, true and valid, and what I love most about this podcast with you is that, you know, you've, you've gotten your, your diagnoses properly. You know, you had the, you had a stool test done. you didn't just go in and, and filled out some no. little sheet of form and then say, oh yeah, I checked off 20 boxes. So if you check 20 or more, this means you have this, right? Like, you know, it, Lisa, I really like after the second, after the second uh, relapse, I was like, I am investing in the diagnostic yeah. tools because I'm ready to get to the root cause and heal that root cause. Um, That's amazing. And so, yes, I invested hundreds of dollars <laughs> to do yes. the Dutch test, the GI map test. Um, and I'm also doing uh, the gene because there, there is some suspicion that I have the MTHFR gene mutation. Yes, I do. Have okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so it's, um, you know, and yes, and a lot of people listening might say, well, I don't have, that's great that you have, you know, you can afford to yeah. do all that, or you've taken that, you're going to invest into yeah. that. A lot of naturopathic doctors now are um, covered through yes, a lot of people's definitely. private insurances. I yeah. think a lot of, a lot of companies now are offering up to $500 for alternative. Yeah. I personally am also um, covered under oh, that for a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of insurance companies. I have a registration number through, um, through Canada that, uh, allows people to claim if they have coverage for um, nutrition that they can claim me through their insurance, which is helpful. It's helpful for people, mm-hmm. right? It's expensive, but, it's expensive. Um, but it does get you results. Yes. And, um, and, um, oh, so, dang. Were you going to say what's, what's next? Is that where we're going? Okay. No, well, okay. I was going to say that, but I was going to also say that um, the other thing is that I know, I know a lot of GPs, if people just don't have those extra coverages, because you know, at the end of the day, it's just trying to help people get, get yeah. answers within what they Absolutely. can afford. Right. Yeah. And, but get the proper answers. And so, um, I know a lot of GPs now are actually doing. Oh, wonderful. Also. Wonderful. Yes. Um, and so again, that's covered through OHIP mm-hmm. for people. So, you know, there are routes and, and if they, you know, if that's something you're ever interested in, never hesitate to reach out via yeah. email or our website, um, at the and I can direct you to where you need to go for, if you're looking for certain testings or, or where it's most cost-effective and things, but um, yeah, so that, so yes. Yeah, so um, what were some of your symptoms with candida? Because that's another one that people do, you know, again, you hear, Oh, if you check 20 symptoms or less, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, no, please don't follow up things. Get it done properly. Like Kate did. So I, I feel like, really you know, the biggest symptom that I was having was the cravings and okay. I didn't really think that there, like I, you know, based on the, you know, now that I go back through the candida symptoms, I'm like, oh yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. But I think for me, the biggest thing was the amount of food I was eating and the cravings late at night in a big way. Like the kind where like you're willing to get in your car at 10 o'clock at night to go to shoppers. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. And what about like bloating? What about bloating after? For sure. Yes. Lots of bloating. Yeah. Okay. And so then, um, are you strictly following a diet plan? Are you taking, um, herbs and things like that along with a a diet? So I'm taking a candida supplement. Um, I don't even know what's in it, but it's called candida SAP by NFH. And so I'm taking a company. company. Yeah. They're great. From what I understand, taking that with a very strict, uh, diet. So Mm -hmm. what, what I, what I was really worried about was, um, I wouldn't have the mental strength to go into this yeah. diet, especially during COVID. Um, right. So I, I put it off for a month because I literally found out right before we went into quarantine. And, and the, the first month of quarantine, I was like, no way, there's no way I can do this. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't feeling great. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should just try. And if I fail, I forgive myself and that's okay. And I can try again. Anyways, what ended up happening was as soon as I stopped eliminating all the sugars and the grains and all, you know, even sweet potatoes, like it sort of really is eliminating anything that can be converted into sugar. It's going to be, it's a little, there's some tweaks, but it would be very similar to what I had put you on when we very first started. Yes. It would be very similar, except like you say, certain fruits and veggies that I still would have really pulled out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, followed this plan and I've had no cravings. I've been able, like, it's incredible. I think I have about, uh, just over a week left. Um, That's great. and it's been really positive experience, um, 
overall and I'm starting to see some results with my energy. Um, yeah. But yeah, so for the next six months, it's for me really is continuing to, to learn how to live in, a, in, in the circadian rhythm that my body needs. Um, yes. When things open up, I was doing floats before quarantine. Salt mm-hmm. waterfalls, and I love them. <laughs> yep. So if anybody doesn't know what they are, you go into this pod for an hour and it's pure sensory deprivation. Um, yeah. And it's, you get into this meditative state and it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I love it's a lovely. It. I've heard, I've heard of them. I've yeah, heard of them. definitely. There's one on Fairview. Yeah. Uh, yes. That I, that I go to called Thera Float. I love it. Um, so really my goal for the next six months to a year is to start living in that flow in that and, and get that rhythm where it's like I have mm-hmm. I'm you know I am human and I will meditate three times a week and then I won't meditate for a month and then you know so yeah. it's like really trying to tap into those tools that are really going to help me sustain my health the way it is and continue well create it make it your lifestyle yes, right? yeah. instead of ups and flows exactly yeah because that's what hasn't changed I haven't I haven't stepped into completely this new lifestyle because I was like oh I fixed it done yeah. Okay, no, yeah. just because you're gluten free, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, then there's all these other puzzle pieces. So it's like bringing all those pieces together, and actually making them stick into my new lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And like we said, you know, it, it it's not an easy, it's not the easiest route. No, it's not. and you know, I'm up front with I'm yeah, up front with tough. clients about that from the get go. Yeah. And so it is, it's like you say, it's easy, it's an easy route when we're in a panic. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's an easy route when we're talking about possibly having our um, thyroid taken out of our body. Yeah. It's, you know, and I don't mean easy in the sense it, it's the same route, there's, but the, the drive and the passion. Yeah, there's is the motivation there, there, right? It's yes, like, yeah. right. You know, so I love that. I love that. That's what your next year is going to mm-hmm. be about is making this your, um, your, your life, mm-hmm. right? Your, your consistent flow. And that's, I, I love that. Um, I just had a thought. One of the biggest yeah. things that came to my mind with that I've, I've had to change is my boundaries. Mm, I right? like that. So it's really like figuring out what those boundaries are in all the different areas of your life and setting them. Um, I like that. Yeah, so I really like that journaling to, you know, we've done a lot of podcasts we have where we've talked about meditation and self-care yeah. and mindfulness and, um, you know, Reiki and uh, there's so many alternative, uh, alternative techniques out there that people can use. It's a matter of finding yeah. what you love and what feels right for you. And then, like you say, creating that, new flow of, yes. of your direction right and um that's awesome was there anything else that you feel like you want to share I, with everybody I just, about that? I just heard you say journaling and I wanted to share my version of journaling because when I started journaling I was like oh my god what do I write about <laughs> and I started instead to celebrate all the small things I did during that day that were serving mm-hmm. me Oh, I like that. Right. So it was like at the end of the day, I'd sit, I'd be in my bed. I'd be lying there. I, I have a spook mat. If you don't know what that is, it's like this no. mat with all these little um, acupressure points on it. Oh, yeah. And you yes. lie on it before bed and you, it yeah. helps you get into a deeper sleep. So I lie on my spook mat um, and I, I journal and I, I was nervous about what to write. So this is my strategy and I love it because it fills my cup every night before I go to bed. Okay. I write down the smallest things that I did. Mm-hmm. that are aligned with who I want to be and how I want to live my life. So I drank my lemon water. Um, I got on the floor and played with my son. 
Um, I cooked a healthy meal for the kids and me because sometimes I'll just cook healthy meals for me and they get frozen pizza, right? So right. <laughs> I like I celebrate when I've cooked them something that is healthy that they will also like. Um, you know, I will put down there if I meditated or if I did yoga or if I took a moment to rest and listen to my body when it needed to rest. Like, so I'm, I'm celebrating all these small little things. And at the end of the day, I'm like, wow, yeah, that was good. <laughs> so what I, what I hear in that yeah. is that you're celebrating all your awesome. Yes. Right. And you're, and in, instead of negative, negatively yes. self-talking to ourselves, which we can tend to do, yes. you're, you're taking time to, to tell yourself all the fabulous things about you that everybody else already sees you're reminding yourself of them at the end of a day. And I think that's a great, it's almost like more like a gratitude, Mm. um, you know, way of journaling. And I think that's, and it is journaling can be used for so many things. Um, The the great thing about the journaling is that it gets it out of your head Mm -hmm. and allows your, you know, somewhere to put it. Um, If it's, if it's things in in that you're using it for in different ways and it, it allows, um, once it's out of our head, you know, we can kind of forget about it and go back to it when we want to, instead of stressing and, and over spinning it in, in those times. And so I like your take on that mm. because yeah, it's, it's you reminding yourself about how awesome you are and um, self-talk is great. Yeah, right? It is. Yep. So that's awesome. awesome. I love it. And I, and I appreciate you sharing um, your journey with us Thank you. and, um, and for being willing to join me on this, especially during these quarantine yes. times kind of fun to reconnect and share some, you know, some positiveness out there for sure. And um, I will touch base with you um, shortly to get other links for things and, um, and to share our, all of our stuff. And um, I wish everybody a really safe and healthy day. And I thank Kate again for joining me and being willing to share her story and her journey. Um, if you have any other questions for Kate, Kate, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram at Kate's, that's a plural, uh, Kate's plural. So it's K-A-T-E-S dot clean dot slate on Instagram or by email. It's B-C by Kate at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay. So you guys can reach her, you know where to find me because you found my, my podcast. <laughs> and, um, you can find us on uh, our website at uh, thecookandherbrawn.com. You can find us on Instagram under the same name at the cook and her brawn. Um, we have a private Facebook group that's everything autoimmune issues. Um, I've got it private only so that people feel free to share their thoughts and opinions. And that's um, the cook and her brawn.com, uh, not .com. That's just the cook and her brawn on Facebook. Uh, and then you just request to join us and we'd love to have you over there. Um, and that is it. I'm going to say farewell. I'm going to sign out. I wish Kate and her family safe, healthy, wonderful day. And I wish all of you a safe, healthy, wonderful day. And um, everybody take care. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thanks, Kate. Take care. Bye-bye.